Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. The Atlanta Hawks bid farewell to Red Velvet for the holidays. We'll talk about it all and much more right here, right now on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. It's your man Edub taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. We are uh, we're talking some moves today. Some moves today. The Atlanta Hawks made some moves on the free agency spectrum. Welcome in. They welcomed in a new Hulk. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk about all that, man. We're going to talk about that. Thank you for checking us out, man. It's the Hawks Beat Podcast presented by the Minute Media Podcast Network. Uh, I'm your man's E-Dub taking you on this journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. And we're going to get on with the get on and get down with the get down, man. But first of all, we got to get rid of a little bit of this housekeeping. Um Big part of what we do is on social media, so make sure you connect with us on our platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at HawksBeat. That's how you get at us. And also, we would love for you to subscribe to the podcast. We need some more rates, too. We need some more rates. Y'all go by the podcast and drop a little rating in there. Y'all don't got to type in much. Hit the little five stars. Let, let everybody know that you're listening to the show. I will say this, man. Uh, This has been probably one of our most downloadable months. Is that a word? (laughs) One of the most downloadable months uh, in a while. I, I I would venture to say probably ever. Like, our numbers have been really good, man. So, like, thank you guys for the support. But I need y all to come back through and give me that rating. You know what I'm saying? It's all good, man. It's all good. We appreciate y'all. We appreciate y'all. Um, get that out the way. So let's get on with the get on. All right. So I know that you have already heard and seen uh, the Kevin Herter deal that has gone uh, ship my guy off to Sacramento. And, and I'll give you my thoughts in, in a nutshell. First of all, let me say this, man. Uh I'm gonna miss the redhead. I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss red velvet, man. I, I I have pictures in my phone when Kevin Herter was drafted and he was presented at media day with him, 
Trey Young and Omar Omari Spellman. Like I had those pictures in my phone, man. You know, uh, shout out to Kev, man. He was a great hawk while he was here. I wish him nothing but the best. Uh, dope family. I think some of his family follows me on Twitter, man. So, you know, shout out to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Kev's a good dude, man. I've always loved uh, watching him play. I always kind of want him to be a little bit more aggressive. But, I mean, for what he was, I thought he was a good a good dude. Good dude, good player. Solid. I think he is a NBA starting guard in this league, you know. Um, but, yeah, man, we wish him the best in Sacramento. So, I, I, I at least wanted to say that. Now that I got that out of the way, I got to say I don't really like this deal, right? So here's the thing. I, and this comes on the heels of <laughs> last show when I just gave Travis Slink all the props. I'm not going to bang Travis and Landry for this, though, because I understood what they did. But you're not a better basketball team because of this move. You're not. This was a money move. Like, this was a money move. And I understand, and I figured that this was going to be a money move. It was either going to be Kevin or Bogey. And I said that in my last po- po- uh, podcast. It was going to be Kevin or Bogey. And Kevin is the more tradable asset. He's got the more team-friendly contract. And he don't got them arthritic knees like Bogey. So, I mean, he was obviously the first one that was going to go. Um, details about the contract. Um <sighs> Here's the thing, like, like you got a first rounder, but that's a very fringe first rounder, right? Like, like that, that's betting that the Sacramento Kings are going to do something within the next three years. I doubt it. <laughs> like, if I was a betting man, I'd be like, man, this ain't going to convey. Like, it's not going to convey. Like, it could convey. And, and I always say, is it possible? Yeah, it's possible. But is it likely? I don't think it's likely, y'all. I don't think it's likely. So, on paper, it looks good. Yeah, you got a first-rounder back after giving up all those first-rounders for DeJounte. Uh, is top 14 protected uh, next year, top 12 protected 2025, and top 10 protected in 2026. I will like this deal better if one of these picks conveys. I just don't think it's going to convey. And I think, I mean... Kevin Herter is obviously, you know, he, he's, you know, he, he's the prize in this deal. And it's a money move. It's, it's obviously a money move. Kevin's making 14 this year, 15, 16, 17 for the rest of his contract. You trade him for two guys who are on expiring deals. Um, Justin Holiday, I remember covering him when he was here for the first time for the Hawks. Uh, good dude, man. He's a good player. Like, I mean, you're not getting, you know, you're not giving, you know, uh, <laughs> pine chips and in return like Justin Holiday is a good player uh he's not better than Kevin Herter but he is still a good player uh Mo Harkless not as much um he's I mean he has some good he has some flashes when he was at Portland but like you know he he could be better I will say this both of those guys are better defensively and so what you've done is you've gotten your second unit a little bit better defensively, but in the totality of things, in the totality of things, that's a lot. Say that twice. <laughs> um, you lose some shooting, right, on that second unit. So you've lost Gallo and you've lost Herder on that second unit. That's a lot of pressure for Bogey and them arthritic knees. Right? Like that's a lot of pressure for Bogey and them arthritic arthritic knees. I'm going to go over what the roster looks like currently. So here's the thing. Well, I'm going to do that in the next segment. But I think your second unit got better defensively a little bit. But I think you dropped off a little bit 
offensively. I don't think, yeah, I know. Like, you dropped off a little bit offensively. So, I think what you want to do is maybe find a balance. And I see what they're doing, all right? Like, this was obviously a money move, but if it was a money move, they want to get guys that can play some defense. And so, you know, that's what they did. That's what they did. Um, yeah, so so um, Justin Holiday and, and uh, Harkless comes over in the trade. You get the first rounder, which is might be a first rounder. It might ultimately end up being a second rounder. So we'll just have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Um, but I, I don't really like the move because it's a money move and you're not making your team necessarily better. That, if that's the case, you know, Tony was talking about that stuff. You know, just pay, pay Kev the money. But I understand why he couldn't just keep Kev here because the minutes was going to be cut down. So that's why I understand that. I don't like it, but I understand it, right? Because anybody's minutes going to cut, it's going to be caps, right? Um, I imagine that they're going to be staggering Trey and DeJounte. Uh, as far as the minutes are concerned, you throw Bogey in there, Kevin's going to be kind of the odd man out. And you can't have an odd man out making 14 mil. You can't. You can't have an odd man out making 14 mil, especially if you're thinking about locking up DeAndre. Um, <laughs> I was about to say DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> DeAndre Hunter. So I understand it from a money standpoint. I just, I particularly just don't like it, but I understand it. So if you're going to pay DeAndre, you got, um, you got the kid they just drafted. You got him in the pipeline now. So um maybe in a year or two maybe he's going to be ready to give you that shooting that you just gave up i guess that's the hope you know you got him in the pipeline but you got to play him like i mean like he got to play and i'm not saying like you know you got to play him though you know what i'm saying he's a very young kid he's obviously not ready you know he's not i mean if you throw him out there now he's just not going to be good like he's just not going to be good like we're not fin like, he's just not going to be good now but let him take his lumps, you know, let him get as much burn as he can, college part, you know, throw him in there whenever you can, you know, and let him get, the hope is that you bring him along a little bit quicker than you did with Jalen and Sharif. <laughs> That's the hope. I don't know. Nate's old school and the Hawks are trying to win. So if they're, if they're faced with trying to win and trying to develop, they're going to go trying to win. So that's kind of what that is, but. I see what they're doing here. I see what they're doing, and I understand it. Um, let me do this. Let me take a quick break real quick. Let me get one of my sponsors in here. On the other side, we're going to take a look at the roster. We're going to take a look at the point guard that they brought in on a free agent deal, talk about what that means from a roster standpoint. But um, let me get my little sponsors in here, you know, do their thing, and uh, we'll be right back. So keep it locked. You listen to the Hawks Beat Podcast. It's your man, E-Dub. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we are back. Hawksbeat Podcast. This is your man, E-Dub. Going over some of the transactions that the Hawks made uh, recently. And uh, another guy they brought on today is Aaron Holiday. Now, Aaron Holiday is a, he's a pretty decent ball player, you know, as far as um, ball players are concerned. Uh, they bring him in for kind of the quasi-backup slash maybe third point guard, possibly. Um Again, it, it, it all depends on how Nate runs the rotation, right? You know, so the idea is you, you're probably going to have Murray play a little bit of point guard as well. A lot of this is just going to have to kind of be trial and error for Nate, you know what I'm saying, to see what works best for this team, you know. Um, 
so you bring him, you know, it's cheap. You get him on a one-year deal, you know. He, he has NBA experience. And uh, for a third point guard, I mean, hey, it's not bad. I mean, who else are you going to bring in? <laughs> now, I know a lot of people are clamoring for Sharif. Like, yo, what's up with Sharif? What's up with Sharif? Like, yo, I mean, what's up with him? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what? <laughs> uh, my thought was like, a lot of people are like, yo, what does this mean for Sharif? It don't mean nothing for Sharif. Sharif's on a two-way deal, dog. Like, you know, it ain't no necessity that he got to be out there. You know? Like, he won that spot. He got to be, he got to be, he got to, he has to um, show that he deserves that spot. He has to show Nate and show everybody, look, man, I'm balling out. I deserve to be on that court. You know what I'm saying? And how do you do that? I don't know. I, I've never made an NBA roster. <laughs> so whatever he's got to do, if he got to bring Nate Donuts and something to get more PT and, and try to get that spot, he can get that spot, you know? But, I mean, as of now, he's, he's on the two-way, you know? So he's going to have to work his way up. And so nothing's going to be given to you, you know? Nothing is going to be given to you. And if Sharif earns that spot in front of Holiday, he's going to earn it. And if not, that's where he's going to be. He's going to be balling in College Park again. So, you know, I don't see a necessary need to play Sharif. I mean, I think he's got all the talent in the world. But, uh, hey, man, it's all about competition. You know, it's all about competition. So uh, the backup point guard minutes will be interesting to see how they distribute them. Um, I think DeJounte is going to get a good heap of them. And whatever's left is probably going to go between Holiday and Cooper uh, when Cooper's going to be down there when when he's, you know, not playing in college park. So that's kind of what that is. Um, so I, I want to take just a brief look at the roster as currently constructed. Right. So, um Here's what it looks like. So you got your starters. Your starters are more likely Trey, Murray, Hunter, Capella, and Collins as as of now, right? We still don't know what, what moves are going to be made. You know, Collins is, I think the longer this drags on, the less likely Collins is to be moved. And honestly, I, I think that's fine. Like, I don't think that you have to move Collins. Like, I don't think that you have to move him. Like, why? You know, like, I mean, if you want some other pieces, like, I get it. But, like, you don't have to move him. And you certainly don't have to move him if you don't like what you get in return. Right? So, like, I, there's a lot of folks, like, oh, man, Collins got to move. Collins got to move. Like, I don't, I don't understand it. But, like, you know, you don't really have to move him. Collins is a good player, you know? He, he's, he, he can stretch the court. He can play inside, outside, shoot a little three ball. You know, he's good for team camaraderie. He is a leader. Like, there's more positives than negatives to me when you look at John Collins, what he brings to the table. So, you pretty much got your starting five. And I think as of today, your starting five is better today than it was last year, of course, with the injunction of Murray. I'm not sure I can say that about the bench. I think the bench might be better or maybe I think your your defense is better defensively. I think the guys that you bring in your defensive unit unit. So if you're looking at just the guys who aren't starting, you're looking at Aaron Holiday, Bogey, uh Holiday, uh Justin Holiday, Akangu, and maybe Jalen Johnson at the four, possibly. That's not really a strong offensive lineup, right? And the problem with that is this. Nate likes to go all five, like, all five bench at times. And I was never been a fan of that, you know. Uh, shout out to my guy, Brad. 
Brad Rowland that does Locked On Hawks. We're always talking about how we're just not a fan of these uh, all bench lineups, man. Like, I'm just not a fan of it, man. Stagger, stagger them boys, man. Put at least two starters in there at all times. Like, at all times. So, um, you know, Okongu's good defensively. And, like, the guys that you're bringing in are, are better defensively than as, like, last year when you had Lou out there and everything. But, like... Um, so I think you are better defensively with that second unit, but I think that th- this lineup looks like it might have trouble putting the ball in the hoop, you know? And again, that's a lot of pressure on Bogey's arthritic knees, you know? Let me stop saying that before Bogey. <laughs> that's my guy, man. I'm just, y'all know me. I'm clowning. But uh, yeah, man, so I think you're better defensively and not necessarily better offensively with that second unit. Could that be reason for concern? It could be, you know? Because let's say injuries happen, you know, let's say injuries happen and you got to pull somebody from that second unit to the, to the, to be a starter. Then you're going to be looking at like, okay, now what do we do with this second unit? And then you're going to have guys like TLC getting a lot of playing time like they did last year. And then y'all going to be mad <laughs> with in all actuality. TLC was never brought in to play all those minutes, but when your team got ravaged with COVID, there was nothing they really could do, you know? Last year was crazy, y'all. Like, last year was crazy. Like, the whole TLC thing, the whole Cam Reddish fiasco. Like, it was really crazy, yo. Like, one of the craziest years I've ever covered. But, hey, it is what it is. Looking forward to uh, bigger and better things this upcoming season. So, that is what the roster looks like as currently constructed. Um... They still got positions, like they still got moves to make, you know. So have trade level exceptions. Like, who are you gonna bring in? Are you are you gonna move Collins for some guys? Are gonna move Capella? Um, there's still moves I believe to be made because um, you don't have a full roster. I forgot to mention, and I'm, I'm transitioning to uh, Murray a little bit. Um, the Hawks received a big man in that trade. Uh, let me see if I'm gonna pull his name up because I don't want I don't want to like not pronounce his name right. Jock Landale, right? So uh, Jock played a little summer league with us a while, a while back, and uh, big. You know, he look you're paying him next to nothing. He'll probably be like a third string center, uh, kind of like Gorgie Jang was last year. May not see a lot of playing time, especially if you play. Um, let's see, you got Capella, you got a Kongu. And you still have John Collins who could play a little small ball five. So there's not going to be a lot of backup center moments uh, from like a fourth, <laughs> from like a fourth string or third string center. So um, I don't know, man. I mean, Hawks, Hawks can take a look at him and if they like him, they'll keep him. If not, you know, he can get up out of here. But, you know, um, he is also um, on the roster. Um, I think that's all the roster stuff. Murray was introduced to the media today. Um, nothing much as of note uh, from that presser. It's kind of like, hey, this is him. I'm happy to be here. I want to work hard. Saying all the traditional stuff. Um, he had a lot of praise to say about the San Antonio organization, about Greg Popovich. And that's to be expected because they run a first class organization over there, you know. So I wasn't surprised to hear that, you know. Talking about him and Trey's relationship of how they've been talking, you know, for the past couple of weeks and whatever. And, uh, you know, that's uh, kind of, you know, we kind of knew that, you know. So 
no like breaking news. You know, he's got a beautiful family. He's a good looking young kid. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it, it's just, it's, um, we're glad he's here. You know, especially if you're a Hawks fan, if you cover the Hawks, like it's, it's a good thing that he's here. And I'm excited to see exactly what uh, is in store with uh, this team as it, as it continues to uh, take shape. Uh, a brief word on some of the former Hawks. DeLon Wright was um, signed with Washington. Uh, two years, 16 mil. Hate to see DeLon go. Uh, one of uh, one of my guys that I really enjoyed uh, seeing play for the Hawks this past season. But, hey, I told y'all last year during the playoffs, he don't price himself out of Atlanta. Could the Hawks have made him an offer and uh, pay that, you know, two years, 16 mil? Probably so, but I doubt it. You know, I doubt, and if they did, uh, there probably wasn't going to be enough minutes to justify the price, right? There probably is not going to be enough minutes to justify the price. So, um, hope he does well in Washington. Um, I like what he brings to the table. I like his grit, and, uh, you know, I wish him the best, man. The Italian Stallion, <laughs> Gallinari. So, uh Gallo looks like he's going to be, uh, I think I saw some reports about him possibly signing with Boston. Don't like that because, you know, y'all know how it is. Y'all know what it is. It's always going to be F the Celtics. You know what I'm saying? That's forever. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, we wish Gallo the best. He, he was just a consummate pro. And so one thing that you have to consider is like, man, you're losing guys. But, like, these are, like, quality guys. Like, Gallo was a quality vet that this team needed. And if he's going, somebody needs to step up, not just from a shooting standpoint, but from like a a personality standpoint, from like a grit standpoint, from like a vet standpoint. And you wonder, like, if you you take away Gallo, like, who is that guy going to be? You know, a lot of people say it was going to be Collins. But if you take away Collins, then who is it going to be? You know what I'm saying? So like little things like that, that add to the chemistry, that adds to. Uh, you know, how well you play, those things matter, man. They matter, they matter, they matter. So um, it's going to be interesting to see the identity of this team. It was hard to, f- to figure out the identity of this team last year, mainly because, you know, covering them like virtually and covering them and not being in the locker room is tough. But I asked Chris Kirshner, I was like, can you get a bead on this the personality of this team? You know, and, and you're there closer than I am. And he was like, man, I can't. You know, he was like, I don't I don't know, like what kind of personality this team has, you know. So that's really what I'm going to be looking for, like the moxie and like, you know, how they gel and how they come together as a group next year. So a lot of waiting, a lot of, you know, what we're going to see uh, this roster is still incomplete. And as it becomes more and more complete, we will keep you guys updated on roster news Summer League is starting soon, so we'll have some Summer League coverage as well. And now, listen, we're not finna go OD with the Summer League coverage. I'm going to be honest with y'all. We're not finna do that. We're not finna do that. We like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Summer League is cool. It's good to see the young guys and guys out there making, you know, trying to to make a roster and make a name for themselves. But I'm going to tell y'all what we're not going to do. We're not going to be going OD with these Summer League games because they're Summer League games. <laughs> all right so if you want a lot of summer league coverage uh i i, I uh, check out one of our other 
great Atlanta Hawks content creators, you know, because I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna give y'all some summer league stuff, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do a whole bunch of stuff. If they got a late game, like a ten o'clock game. Don't expect the podcast at midnight talking about a summer league game. Uh, I apologize if I hurt somebody's feelings, but uh, we just not finna do that. We not fit to do that. Um, before I leave, man, I, I wanted to. I got a couple mailbag questions. Let, um, let me see. I got twenty three minutes. Um, let me see if I can get two in here. Let me see if I can get two. I think I saw some um, as far as just some just some general questions about the Hawks, the moves, roster, whatever. Let me pull up my Twitter again. If we are on Twitter, make sure you are following at Hawks Beat. And, uh, man, come on, get down with the get down, man. Uh, let's see. Uh, my guy, Juan Tom Soup on Twitter says, Since it went down to Bogey and Kev, I imagine who would you have kept? Who would I have kept? Um, it depends on the package, to be honest with you. It depends on what I'm getting back. Um, I probably would have done the same thing the Hawks did, to be honest with you. I probably would have kept Bogey because I'm not sure what the value is for Bogey right now. And for Bogey, you probably would have got a little less. Like, I'm not sure you would have got a first round. Even though the first round is protected, I don't think you would have got as much for Bogey because he's had some injury concerns. He's making more. And teams don't want to – they're not going to give you more for a guy that's coming off injury and still dealing with some knee issues. So, I probably still would have had to move Bogey if it was, I mean, Kev, it was between the two of them, but it's a tough decision to make. So, appreciate the question. Uh, my guy Jackson, what up, Jay? Uh, make sure y'all check out Jackson in, in, in the Hawks Talks podcast, man. They do a great job. I listened earlier today. They were over there killing it. He said, do you think Wrestler is intentionally ducking the tax and making uh, the FO make moves that avoid him having to pay it, even if it makes the team worse or if the Hawks fan base are just pulling at straws. Of course he's avoiding the tax, my guy. <laughs> this was a strictly money move to cut salary, G. So, yeah, man, like all that ta- all that stuff about, yeah, man, we'll pay the tax. That's all fun, fun and can't, like it's all it's, it's all good. Until it's actually time to pay that tax, right? And like he'll pay the tax, but he not finna pay that tax for Kevin Herter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if 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 uh, in a miracle situation, if Kevin Durant becomes available, then he'll pay the tax. But he ain't finna pay the tax for Kevin Herter. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, this is strictly a buddy move, and it definitely doesn't make the team better because Kevin Herter is better than all of those guys, and he's better than the asset. So to answer your question, absolutely. Uh, let me let me uh, yeah, let me get one more. Let me see one more. Blah blah blah. Let me see what da da da. What do I think about trade? I already said that one. And uh, da, 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 da. all right, we'll cap it at that. We'll cap it at that. We've been 25 minutes. I didn't want to keep it that long in the first place. But, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for checking out the Hawksbeat podcast. We appreciate you guys. Before on your way out, make sure you go by the app that you're listening to and give us a five star rating, man. We greatly appreciate it. And we'll send you a Chick fil A gift card. <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing. But like we always say, man, God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him. Get to know him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L O B E love. We are peace.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.